0: Welcome to A Bit of Boo with Stacey and Rue, a peculiar podcast where we discuss all things paranormal, kooky, and unexplained. I'm Stacey
1: Rourke. And I'm Rue Volley.
0: How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm a little stressed. I'm leaving for a PolyCon. Um, Right now I am. By the time this airs, I will have already gone and come back. But I'm leaving for a PolyCon the day after tomorrow. And listen, I know I host a book event. But for some reason, going to one is really hitting different right now. I just am like, yeah, panicking. If I have everything done, do I have everything I need? Am I gonna be ready? Like, I this should you're gonna totally kick ass. <laughs> this should
1: be old I hat know to you're me. Gonna kick ass. Oh man, yeah, you should. I mean, you've been running a huge book signing event. For years. Yeah, you'd think. Like, what is it? Like, a decade? (laughs) Yeah, it's closing in.
0: It's closing in on a decade. Mm. Mm. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm a Virgo, and when you give me complete control, I'm fine. If I don't have complete control over everything, I get all jumpy. Are you flying? No, we're driving. I'm driving up. Oh. Yeah, driving up with my kids um, Wednesday morning, because it was going to cost too much to ship all those books and yeah. It was just too much. So we're going to drive up yeah. and then my husband's flying in on Friday so that um Oh, okay. The girls won't be going to the event with me. They'll be sightseeing with their dad. So Okay. Well, where is where is the Polycon? It's in Washington D.C. Oh, fun. Yeah, I've never been before.
1: This will be Oh, you haven't been there or to the book event. I've never before? been
0: to Washington D.C. This is
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'll be doing some of the yeah. touristy
0: stuff. I'm I'm excited about that. Go see some monuments and some cool museums. I don't
1: blame you. Yeah. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember when Leslie Nope, yes, went to Washington <laughs> and did her thing? Yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. So and much. she <clears throat> she met Joe Biden. You protect him. He's precious cargo. He's <laughs> precious cargo. Yeah. Or when she met Michelle Obama. <laughs> Yeah, and thought I thought she was gonna pass out. That was out. so funny. She, like, didn't know what to do with <laughs> her hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so great. And then she bangs her head. Like after that, I love that. <laughs> I love how they um, they incorporated all of that stuff yeah. into it. And I I was glad they went to Washington because I have not been there. Either. You haven't I haven't been there either. No, no, I haven't. Probably good. <laughs> I'd be mad <laughs> i'd have a sign everywhere somewhere. you go like what are you assholes doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'd have to call you be like hey do you have bail money you'd be like where are you at washington <laughs> oh okay. yeah yeah I, I, I oh yeah yeah that sounds that's legit i knew this day would come <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's how ha- it's gonna happen yep. it's gonna happen oh goodness i'm excited for you though that's gonna be a fun trip i'm excited um yeah, uh, I think, you know,
0: from the uh, the author community, Elizabeth Kirk. Yes. She used to work at Mount Vernon in Washington, D.C., and oh. she uh, would role play for some of the tour groups as Martha Washington.
1: And my dumbass almost said, oh, the one with all the faces. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not that one. Um, so she agreed to meet my kids and I at um, Mount Vernon. On oh. Thursday, and she's going to give us like an official tour of George Washington's home and farm.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! Yeah. That'll be super fun. Yeah, she'll know all the. Mandy dirt. got the hookup. I know she knows Shit. all the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she's going to be telling you like all the stuff that wasn't she yes. wasn't allowed to say exactly. on the tour. <laughs> so I'm going to need all that tea. That's the tour that's I amazing. want.
0: Give me all right? the details. I always want that tour. Yeah. I'm
1: like, hey. <laughs>
0: what kind of bullshit would they (laughs) do she's told me some of it. she's told me a few things already that i'm like okay washington was kind of a dick in certain situations so oh yeah yeah well i mean what politician
1: isn't and that
0: time frame was it was a different time it was a different time yeah
1: (laughs) is that how we're gonna say it (laughs) It was a different time it was just a different time you know owning people and shit (laughs) exactly it's just different,
0: it was a different time yes. you could do you things know? like that that um are yeah. really frowned upon now with that would yeah, be... like
1: you know, yeah. it was just regular
0: shit. you would be considered <laughs> a monstrous human being if you did these things now for good right. reason, right, yeah,
1: oh my God, <laughs> it's so hard for me. this is why I'm not in Washington, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's no way I could walk around there and not be yelling yeah at everybody and everything people and that aren't like, even oh politicians
0: it's like some like chad yeah. and steak and shake and you're screaming mm-hmm. at
1: him <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be awful <laughs> it'd be totally awful i'm telling you you would need bail money i know, like, I know. just save up <laughs> if i ever say hey i'm gonna be going to washington just get yeah, some yeah. money collected gonna... together because shit is gonna go down <laughs> ruse go fund me bail money (laughs) yes yes oh my god you know i'm not really doing book signings this year and it's really weird for me not to be back out with people so i'm going to live vicariously through you okay that works So I expect pictures and text. (laughs) I will send you um, the
0: the behind-the-scenes text messages, the things that I will not say to other human beings around me. I will send them to you so you will get all the juicy dirt.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, that's our relationship, right? (laughs) I mean, that's
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna get text messages that are gonna That's be like we do. i have a line of people at my table and my underwear are so far up the crack of my ass right now i'm tasting cotton those are the messages. Oh. <laughs> those are the yeah. messages you're gonna get <laughs>
1: yeah boy i bet you have some boxes of books huh oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah it's i
0: have about 100 copies of my books like i have about 100 books on hand right now and that's not how's
1: it feel like do you want to lay them down and just kind of (laughs) lay in them for a second just like look at the look at what i've accomplished swimming it swimming it
0: (laughs) not all of them like octavia's book is this big i try to do a backstroke and then i'm gonna get hurt
1: Oh, Octavia, what a wonderful, wonderful girl with a dead pig. She's (laughs) awesome. I love her. I love her so much. So that's me. What's going on with you, man? Oh, my God. What isn't going on with me? Shit, I'm in menopause. (laughs) Um, I
0: noticed you dabbing at your lip. It's not going to go.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. The new thing right now is for some reason my nipples hurt. Oh, great. I didn't even know that was on the list. (laughs) There's, like, a, <laughs> there are, like, 111, like, symptoms that you can get when you're in menopause. I didn't know that aching nipples was one of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, super fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a strong breeze, and you're like, no! Uh,
1: yeah, well, they, yeah, It's not. it's not really the breeze thing. It's like I go to work at my day job, where I'm... I'm writing the whole day, which is fantastic because I love to write. And I sit at a desk. I have my own desk. It's so weird. I'm like adulting, like <laughs> at level eleven here. But yeah, I have my bra on, obviously, because they they haven't said that was cool for me to go without it yet. <laughs> yet. Um. And I come home. I take my bra off, and it's like instead of it being that awesome whoosh, yeah. release. Like, oh my god, my bra is off. It's like my nipples go. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like like
0: it's too much freedom for them
1: <laughs> yeah it's like they feel like they're um raw <laughs> it's like i don't know how else to say it i know it's a little tmi but i'm just gonna tell you ladies like just <laughs> go ahead and figure this shit out before you lose control of your body <laughs> Because it is awful. I I just found out there are four stages of menopause, and I guess I'm in the fourth one. So, oh. you know, I'm a veteran at this point with menopause. So like, what happens after the yeah. fourth
0: one? The fourth one, you just, like, come out on the other side?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to come out on the other side feeling better than you've ever felt before. But then I've talked to women that are, like, 20 years into it, like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm still having night sweats and I'm I'm like, 20 years. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm going to do
0: this for 20 years. So that's the part no one tells you is that, sure, you might feel great after stage four, but you never come out Mm -hmm. of stage four ever. Like, this is
1: the new norm. Yeah. Well, it's Groundhog Day for my vagina. So (laughs) super cool. Super cool. So oh. <laughs> I haven't seen your face for a moment. I, I love know. it. I know it's you fun. guys can't see us, but I'm looking at Stacy and she looks amazing <laughs> as usual. Yeah. I look like shit. I'm sitting in my pajamas. My buttons are screaming. <laughs> 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 they can barely contain what
0: I have. Well, just be glad <laughs> so. that this isn't smell-o-vision because these are my workout clothes. I have not changed and I have Ooh. not showered since my workout. So I'm I'm ripe. I'm ripe. I do not smell good. So right now you're tasty, Stacey. I'm I'm spicy.
1: I'm spicy. You're spicy. You're like five pepper spice.
0: <laughs> Making awesome. your
1: eyes water. Yeah, that's me. Uh, I wish I remembered what spice was. So <laughs> that's what happens. Everything gets stolen. <laughs> you're not selling this well. I know, right? It's worse. All right, well, <laughs> oh, yes. Ugh. So what are we talking about today? Let's talk about some paranormal shit. <laughs> yeah, let's do some shit. I wanted to talk about the true story of The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen those movies? I haven't yet. I've been trying
0: to find somewhere I can watch them. And I think my only option is this point is I'm going to have to rent them or buy them. Because I can't find yeah. them on any streaming network.
1: Well, if you go on Vudu, okay. you can actually get the... They have a bundle... Oh. Of all of the Conjuring <gasps> movies together, and you can just buy them like in a one shot. Okay. That, there we go. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I just saw it. So, um, because like, it was I think, on like, like or Netflix or
0: something for a while, wasn't it?
1: It was. And then they pulled it off of there. I'm so sick of these streaming services doing that shit. I know. Like they'll have something and they'll just do one, like season one. Mm hmm. And then it's like, oh, sorry, bitch, we were just joking. And then <laughs> season two on a completely different streaming sur- yes. service. I'm I like, hate what that. is going on? I hate that. Yeah, it's the worst. I'd, it's the worst setup ever. I feel like they're like scamming me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all <laughs> so, kind of in on it together. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to do the true story of The Conjuring today. Awesome. And What I want to talk about first is when The Conjuring was released in 2013, it was met with critical acclaim. Critics everywhere praised it for its all-too-realistic portrayal of the demonic haunting of an innocent family in Rhode Island. I know you don't know anything about this, but you'll know more once you buy the bundle and you watch all the movies. Okay. But most viewers assumed that the movie was nothing but the wild imaginings of the director, James Wan. Yeah. Which I would have thought, too, because most of the time when you see these horror movies, it's just made-up bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but... The Conjuring is actually really interesting because it's not only like real paranormal things that happen, but there's a couple behind this, which I'm going to get into because I always found them extremely interesting. But as I dug into them a little bit deeper, I was like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? (laughs) 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 So that's where did your life
0: go that you went there? Right.
1: Right. That's what I was thinking. Um, But. Uh, The true story of The Conjuring is actually rooted in a horrifying true experience, uh, the experiences of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. Have you ever heard of them? I think I have. Kind of in passing? Kind of in passing, yes. There was a time when they were, like, at the top of their game, like, in the paranormal world. There was nobody bigger than those two. Okay. And it kind of shows, like, how they kind of slipped into obscurity. Yeah, so Ed Warren was a World War II veteran and a former police officer who became a self-professed demonologist after studying the subject on his own.
0: (laughs) He made up his own job. I love that. He did.
1: He made up (laughs) his own job, man. He was like, that was his side hustle. So um, his wife, Lorraine, claimed to be a clairvoyant and a medium who was capable of communicating with the demons that Ed discovered. That's kind of convenient, don't you think?
0: It really is.
1: It really is. It's like Ed discovers them, and then she's like, hey, buddy, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) I said they were like
0: tag teaming these demons. Couldn't she, if she was clairvoyant and a medium, she couldn't be like hey babe there's one over there like she she didn't i don't know
1: i don't know there must have been like you know she could only i i don't understand that like if you're gonna tell me that you're a clairvoyant and a medium then you should know everything that's going on right yeah (laughs) like you should know before i know (laughs) um yeah that reminds me i saw
0: a thing the other day that said um Fortune teller and it was just a sign, you know, on the side of the road and it was like fortune teller, get your fortune read now. And there was like a number beneath it. And my dumb ass, the first thought I had was like, You already know I'm not gonna call.
1: Oh my god. It's like you already know. But you know you're a clairvoyant, like you know. I'm not you know, calling. Now that you're no, there's no fucking way. I wouldn't call that either. But I will tell you something funny. My my partner and I like to go and shop out upstate and as we're driving there every year there's this thick forest that looks super creepy and there's one little sign sitting by the side of the road that says eggs <laughs> pointing toward that forest No, nope. and every year I say this is the year we're going in <laughs> like, we're going to find out what the fuck is back there but yeah so I'm like mm,
0: what kind <laughs> of eggs point toward this yeah. I'm
1: like Why are you putting yeah, like and I keep wondering like why I'm not seeing anything on the news because somebody (laughs) is driving back there for eggs and they're never seen again. Like that's like happening.
0: That's like a free candy sign. (laughs) Free candy inside this creepy white man. No (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, it wouldn't be candy for me. It would be puppies. Yeah. Yeah. And books. Puppies and books, I'd be like dead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'd be willingly climbing be like, in.
1: Like, Here I'd we go. i crawling into it. I'm like, it's all right. We're doing this. Where's the puppies in the books? <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, so back to Ed Lorraine. Okay. I love talking to you. <laughs> Shut up. We got work to do. <laughs> We're going to talk about everything else. In 1952, Ed and Lorraine founded the New England Society of Psychic Research, which is the oldest ghost hunting ghost Ghost?
0: Ghost. I don't
1: even know where that came from. (laughs) It's the oldest ghost hunting group in New England. They quickly gained notoriety as respected paranormal investigators after their initial investigations of the Amityville. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you remember that crazy ass picture of that little kid upstairs? Yes. Like in Amityville? Mm -hmm. Guess who did that? (laughs) <laughs> that was them? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah. And the other weird thing I, I found out about them is that they were early pioneers in the 70s for the satanic panic era. Okay. Like like
0: stopping the satanic panic or like encouraging no. it? Encouraging.
1: Oh, shit. Like they were a part of it. Like, you know, they got deeply involved with it and maybe not so much encouraging it as um. Just helping all of the. Well, I guess it is encouraging. I mean, because they were making it bigger, like with their investigations and stuff. Okay. So there's, you know, I. The thing about them is that they really. This was really a hustle for them. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying that it wasn't real because obviously they have a rich, deep history with it. But it just seems like they latched on to it because not only did they go and do these investigations, but they also did a speaking, okay. like tours. They went to engagements. Um, they wrote books. They cashed in I mean, in there on was it. just so much. Yeah, they totally cashed in on it. Um, and some people think they were completely full of shit. Like I've read a lot of articles where people were like, listen, this is totally bogus, you know. And when you think about the mental aspect of it, sometimes with people, like if you are going into a place where somebody is struggling mentally, yeah, it's very easy to heighten that paranoia yes. and open that box you know like if you are like oh my god yeah like i'm experiencing this with you too
0: yes they're gonna make
1: it like a thousand times worse than it was before so there's a lot of things you could say about it but i mean honestly there's so many people that saw these things that i have to believe that there was weird shit going on yeah in these homes especially amityville I mean, we we've all seen the movies on that. It was fucking yeah. horrendous, you know. And they all they all say this is, you know, like it was a demonic, and I believe, I I believe in hauntings. I believe in spirits. I believe, you know, demonic possessions can happen. I just with Ed and Lorraine, it was a little gray, little gray yeah, areas
0: here and there with them. You're not talking about like. Sam and Dean Winchester, who are just driving into town to help and then driving out. these are two people that right. were cashing in. they were writing the books they were doing the speeches, so it's not just about yeah. helping people them like you said it's, it's yeah they're they're there for the payday at that point
1: it just yeah I mean it was it was definitely a hustle in some ways um and i I don't I can't say how much of it was real and how much of it wasn't you know I mean they could have totally one hundred percent believed everything that they were saying and they most definitely could have been walking into places that had a lot of shit going on yeah but you know they did this for a long time yeah (laughs) so and like i said their two most famous cases however were heavily popular popularized by the conjuring franchise okay so there's a whole host of movies that came out like based on what they said happen like their case studies. The series of the movies they actually focus on Ed and Lorraine's experiences of exercising demons from possessed families. Okay. So the the franchise itself was actually based on two particular families. Like both of them are just sad stories. I mean it you know like I can't imagine living in a house I didn't feel safe in. Yeah. You know, waking up in the middle of the night, freaking out, hearing shit, like, scratches, bites, oh. like, shit moving around the house. Like, I can't imagine oh, that. No. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's different for people that actually have money. But if you are poverty stricken, you can't just, you know, because I hear that sometimes, like, well, if the house was so bad and the sh- all this shit was going on, then why didn't you leave? And it's like, you can't fault people who are cash poor. Yes. And say, you know, it's just like living in a state. You're in a state. You don't like the shit that's going on in the state. You can't just look at everybody and say, well, then leave, you know, because some of these people, can. they cannot leave. They are living paycheck to paycheck. So I kind of feel like in some of these instances, you were dealing with people that either A, could not leave because they were cash poor or B, were they're like, this is our opportunity to cash the fuck in on something, you know, yeah. like and make some money. So it's really it it's gray, yeah. you know. Like I, it's it's hard to say. But the movies, the movies seem over the top. They were over dramatized and impossible to believe. But the Warrens maintained that all of the events depicted actually transpired. So when you watch The Conjuring, just keep in mind that even though Ed wasn't there for the majority of it because he died be way before. Lorraine did. Okay. And I, you know, we'll get into all of that about their relationship and their ages and stuff, like when they passed on. But Lorraine was actually a huge part of the conjuring really? series. And she yeah, she you know, they they talked to her about it, like she approved things and said, Yes, this is how it happened or no, this is too much. Like she was like right in there with it. Okay. So I, I thought that was cool yeah. because normally, you know, people just take, they they take bits and pieces and then they just toss it together and make it really, you know, like over the top. And these are supposed to be like pretty much spot on of what Ed and Lorraine said happened. Wow. Like when they went into those houses. That makes it even creepier, um, I think. I know, and I, I feel that way, too, because if I watch something and it's, like, based on, on a true story, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, yes. I feel, like, more embedded, and maybe I connect to it. Yes. Better. I i am
0: immediately on Google, then, and I'm like, tell me everything I want to know. Yeah,
1: I'm like, I dig into it. I'm like, what the hell is going <laughs> on with this? But yeah, so Ed died in 2006. Okay. Okay, and Lorraine was a consultant on the films and claims that she didn't let the directors take any more dramatic license than was necessary um nevertheless the true story of the conjuring remains almost unbelievably chilling to this day and i'm going to tell you something like i've seen all those movies because my husband is a huge horror fanatic he loves all of that shit and they scared the fuck out of me oh no like (laughs) yeah it scared the fuck out of me and i was like holy shit he did the same thing this past weekend because we watched the remake of The Evil Dead which was is actually 10 years old. Like I didn't even realize that it was 10 years old already. That scared the shit out of me watching that this weekend. So then I could just see you like
0: <laughs> turning on your oh my husband God.
1: seriously. <laughs> yeah, well, he knows when I'm starting to get disturbed by it because I pick up my phone. Yeah, yep, yep. And I'm doing it. I'm like scrolling through my phone, like looking at shit. And I'm like being mm, anywhere no,
0: but there. No.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing with that one, with and I, I appreciated the movie, but there was it was just so over the top, grotesque. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things. And there was animal. Like, oh no! In no, it. no! Yeah, no, and no. I I have a real problem like with seeing any of that. Now they did they did a good job with it because they didn't actually show it show it, but I was just like, no, I'm I'm good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's I don't I don't know why that shit bothers me so much. No, I, I, mean, I, I kind of get do. it. I just because animals yeah, are I, so
0: pure. And, okay, my kids, my my kids are teenagers, so I don't want to say kids and people think I have like a five and six year old, but my kids are teenagers (laughs) and we're watching Game of Thrones together for the first time because they were too young when it came out. We're not, we're now marathoning it together. And recently we got to the Red Wedding episode. And so you watch, spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen Game of Thrones, you watch rob's wife die you watch rob die you watch his mother die and that's all yep. bad but then when they go and kill his dire wolf that oh, just yeah. hits different that one just yeah. hits different and then they you know yeah. its head is on the stick and that's even by kids they were like that yeah no <laughs> that's the one that for some reason it's just the <clears> final <throat> nail in the coffin for you
1: yeah have you ever have you seen that that meme of robert downey jr where he's like holding his chest, yeah. He's like, oh, he looks like, oh god. My favorite one is, oh, when you thought you, <laughs> when you thought you hit an animal, but you realized it was a human.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's. Oh, it's I, I just hate just to a sound that way, but I just, you know, not that I want to no. actively. I'm not actively <laughs> looking to hit a human. But I can tell you that the, that animals have never treated me as shitty as some humans. Have. Exactly. <laughs> so that's probably why I'm like, protect <laughs> the innocent <laughs> so babies. Like, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, we'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back to what we <laughs> <laughs> So I'm good at jumping off the drag. the track. The true story begins with the first film, which focuses on the Perrin family. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you a little bit about the Perrin family. In January of 1971, the Perrin family moved into a 14-room farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island. 14 fucking rooms? Wow.
0: It's <laughs> a big farmhouse?
1: farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Wow. I just had to wrap my head around that because it's enough cleaning a three-bedroom house. Yeah. With- 14 rooms i'm like jesus that's
0: i wonder if they're like small boxy rooms because you know a lot of the older farmhouses (sighs) it's a lot of small boxy rooms i don't Mm. know it's still big even if they're closets it's a lot yeah
1: 14 rooms i mean what the hell did they not know about contraception (laughs) like (laughs) they were
0: probably a a good old catholic family that believes that was that was my grandma if God wants have you to have them, them baby. yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine? No, I mean, fuck some no. of these women <laughs> spent their entire lives pregnant. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Just always pregnant. Because,
0: that, yeah, that's what they thought God wanted was for them to have a million babies. <sighs> Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I, I don't <laughs> understand having a baseball team. I just don't. <laughs> Why the fuck would you do that? Okay. Listen, anyway. I was
0: pregnant twice,
1: and I was good right. after
0: that. I was like, okay, we've done this. Let's. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore.
1: I'm surprised you got past one because I know you. <laughs> and the first time you did it, you're like, oh no, like that was enough shit. That was that was enough. Not saying I'm not happy you didn't do it twice because both of your your girls are amazing. I love. Well, them let me so tell much. you. Let me tell you. My first
0: labor. We're getting off topic again here, but because we brought this up, my epidural worked so good on my first baby that I didn't feel shit. That was just perfect. On my second one, my epidural Uh -uh. did not work. It went up instead of down. So I felt everything that was happening. Uh -uh. If that would have been my first delivery, I would not have had a second child. (laughs) That's why two was the end for you. Yeah, I'm like fuck. Yeah, can you
1: imagine all of those women before epidurals, like just did those babies naturally?
0: Oh, oh god. Yeah. No, thank you. And I,
1: I read articles like I'm looking at articles and stuff where people like I'm gonna have the most beautiful. I'm gonna (laughs) lean into the mic. I'm gonna have the most beautiful experience at home. My husband is gonna be holding my hand. My children. Are going to be staring at my vagina. Yeah. Um, I'm going to (laughs) push this baby out. It's going to be a beautiful experience. I'm not going to take any drugs. And then you see the pictures. And they're like. (laughs) 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 Like they are possessed. What's actually going to happen
0: is you're going to rip from hole to hole. And you're going to shit on a table in front of a whole bunch of people. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Let's be real about this.
1: Oh, man, that sounds like prom, (laughs) 1987, just jumped up, shit, right in the middle of the table. (laughs) I was out. (laughs) Flipped everybody off. I'm like, I'm out. Oh, my God. That's insane. And uh, trust me, ladies, I am not mocking you for wanting to do a natural birth, and I know that there are are people out there who have had natural births, and it was a wonderful experience, and you guys kicked the shit out of it, because if there's one thing I do know in this life is that women rule. We are fucking rock stars, and we can do anything. So I am not making fun of you, but when I see that, I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Like if you can, it's like kind of like having a bad headache. There's Excedrin. Take it. <laughs> you know? There's a
0: like, reason we have the drugs.
1: Yeah, just do I'm it. Like, just let's do just, it. Just, just, just take advantage of the shit that they're offering you. Yeah. Um, I just there's a, I you know, and I don't really have a horse in this race because I have never pushed anything out of my vagina. <laughs> I've never. I literally put a sign up that said. No fucking vacancy? No. There's like a sign I mean,
0: hanging in your uterus.
1: Yeah, it's just hanging up. Getting My it in there was a bit. We got married. But... Yeah, it's like listen, nothing stuff is going in. Shit is not coming out. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was the deal. Them's the rules. All right. Anyway. Gosh. Okay, so we're back to the 14-room farmhouse after this whole vagina (laughs) escapade. This is the vagina episode. (laughs) I think it's come up like four times. I'm just angry at my vagina right now. (laughs) I'm so fucking mad at it. Another fun thing that happens (laughs) in menopause is that it just dries up like a fucking dead pond. It's a swamp. It's a swamp. It's a dead swamp. With roots where your sex drive goes to die. Yeah, your your <laughs> sex drive is non-existent. You're like, what's penis? I don't know what penis is. You're handing your, hand and your oh, husband shit. a
0: bottle of lotion and a dirty magazine and being like, there you go, yeah, babe. Like you
1: know, there's we got a fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That seems more of a your problem
0: than my problem. I'm good. <laughs>
1: That's yeah, you to yeah. him, yeah. to him. Yeah, that's that's your right. Problem. <laughs> oh yeah, I know you weren't done. Yeah, it's like thanks, Stacy. Shit. <laughs> oh God! God. Wow, uh, rub it in. <laughs> rub it in, bitch. No, that uh, was that was you to your husband. That it's it's his problem. Yeah, right. You know. Just smack my titties around a little bit. <laughs> just go into the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> you're like it doesn't don't sound like. Just
0: don't wake me up ahead of time.
1: Don't wake me up. Listen, I got to get up early. Fuck. (laughs) God. Got to write about coasters and shit.
0: (laughs) Got to get up early and write about coasters. Got to write
1: about them coasters. All right. So I don't even know where the hell we were at. All right. 14 room farmhouse. So they move. Yeah. They move into this ridiculous farmhouse. Okay. In Rhode Island. Where Carolyn. Roger. And their five daughters begin to notice strange things happening almost immediately after they move in. Okay. Okay. So here's my thing. You move in. Shit starts happening. I mean, the contract's fresh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could probably, like, get a lawyer and get out of that shit. Like, the ink it's isn't dry new. yet. I think now the there is. It's not dry. I think now
0: there actually is a clause. And I don't think there was before. I'm going to say that it happened because shit was haunted. But I think there is a clause now that you have, like... Because shit... <laughs> is that the way it's actually listed in the contract? Shit was fucking haunted. Shit be haunted. <laughs> shit be haunted. Ghost be tripping. get to
1: move out. <laughs> Ghost be tripping, doing crazy shit. Oh, my God. Um. All right. So... It started small, as it always does. Mm -hmm. Carolyn would notice that the broom would go missing, or it seemed like it moved from place to place on its own in the house. Okay. Uh, She would hear the sound of something scraping against the kettle in the kitchen with no one was in there. Like, Mm. I guess fingernails on metal. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. (laughs) Um, She'd find small piles of dirt in the center of a newly cleaned floor. Now, listen that's some shit
0: (laughs) that's some shit
1: like you got a petty fucking ghost in your house if they're putting piles of dirt and hiding your broom yeah hiding your broom putting piles of dirt i'm like that's that's (laughs) a woman
0: oh for sure
1: (laughs) that is is a a petty
0: bitch right there. that
1: is a petty bitch that wants you out of her house Yeah, so the girls, the five daughters, start to begin. They they began noticing spirits around the house. Though for the most part, it was harmless. Like they, nobody was getting hurt. It it seemed like little trickster shit. Okay. Yeah, there were a few, however, that started to get angry. <laughs> so, Carolyn allegedly researched the history of the home, which is never a good idea. No, don't do okay? that. Okay. Like I'm just gonna tell you right now, if you're having trouble. And, you know, like in your house, it's probably not good to dive into it and try to dig up some creepy shit because it's only going to make things a thousand times worse. But she did it. Well, and uh, another um,
0: thing is, if you look hard enough, you can find shit on pretty much yeah, any location.
1: Yeah. People have died everywhere. I'm sorry to say. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like, there, there is not an inch of ground. That some biped hasn't bit it. At some point in history. At this point. Yeah. It has happened someplace. It just, it has. So, she discovered that this home had been in the same family for eight generations.
0: Wow. Shit went down yeah. there for sure.
1: Yeah. And that many of them, here's the kicker, had died under mysterious or horrible circumstances. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. No. So, here's the sad part. Yeah, several of the children had drowned in the nearby creek. One was murdered, you know, and a few of the family members had hanged themselves in the fucking house in the attic.
0: Oh, that house is haunted, haunted. Like, we're not a little bit haunted. This house is big time haunted. Also, if you have repeated children in your family that are drowning in that same pond. Yeah. Fucking fill that pond in. Like, yeah. Put up a fence. Do something.
1: I mean, maybe a bitch was tired. <laughs> like, she needed to thin the herd. Yeah, there was a, a lot bit. of that. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, bad shit. Bad shit was going yeah, on in this there's, house. There's so, some bad juju in that house. Yes. So, the spirit that was depicted in the film, which you haven't experienced yet, and is going to share scare the ever living shit out of you. Um was named Bathsheba. Okay. okay. And it was the worst spirit of them all. Andrea Perrin, who was the oldest of the five girls, did an interview about this shit, and she said whoever the spirit was, she perceived herself to be the mistress of the house, and she resented the competition my mother posed. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, so she was the petty that, bitch.
1: She was the petty bitch, yeah. But not only petty... <laughs> <laughs> because come to find out, there actually was a real person named Bathsheba Sherman, who lived on the parents' property in the mid-1800s. She was rumored to have been a Satanist, because, you know, anybody who does any shit is a Satanist, Yeah, but they, right? they must be and, a Satanist. Or maybe... Maybe bitch just didn't want to date any guys, and all of a sudden she's a Satanist or a witch. I don't uh, know. yeah. And there was evidence, but here's the fucked up shit. There was evidence that she was involved in the death of a neighbor's child, although there was no trial ever that ever took place. So what I'm guessing is that they thought she did it, but they couldn't prove it. Yeah. So... She was buried.
0: But you know she became like an outcast in town after that. And people were nasty. She probably was the whole time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. She probably was strange to begin with. And it just got worse. So I don't know if I necessarily think that she did it. Because obviously we got a creek that's got some serious fucking hatred toward kids. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't know what the hell that creek's problem is. But it doesn't (laughs) like children. (laughs) Bathsheba is actually buried in a nearby Baptist Cemetery in downtown Harrisville. So her, her stone is actually there. I mean, it's a real person. And the parents believe that it was Bathsheba who was tormenting them in the house. Okay. Yeah. So according to Andrea, the oldest child, the family experienced other spirits as well that smelled like rotting flesh, which yeah. is just great. Yeah. And would cause beds to rise off the floor, which is always normal. Yeah. She claims her father would enter the basement and feel a cold, stinking, stinking, that was the word she used, uh, presence behind him.
0: That gave me chills.
1: <laughs> right? And they often stayed away from the dirt-floored uh, cellar. <laughs> they had a cellar with a fucking dirt
0: floor. Oh, there was shit buried in there. There was shit buried in there. Oh, you know there was? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, those kids probably just got buried down oh, there. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But the heating equipment would often mysteriously fail in the house, causing Roger to have to go down there and deal with that shit. So, where
0: there's a stinking ghost behind him.
1: Yeah, stinking. Yeah, that was the word I she used. Believe. Just stinking it up. Yeah.
0: I'd be like, Over the- <laughs> house is going to be cold, kids. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know,
1: right? It's like, it's going to be cold. We're not going down there. Did you see that fucking dirt floor? <laughs> it's bullshit.
0: Put on more layers. <laughs>
1: I know. Just layer it up. Everybody gets an extra blanket. <laughs> Here, drink some whiskey. Like <laughs> You're three years old. Stop fucking whining. Drink this whiskey
0: oh my god that makes me think of the time era when like doing cocaine was considered medicinal
1: it's fine we'll just do
0: some cocaine and go to sleep then they
1: have wasn't that what coke had in it yeah the original original cocaine
0: yeah have you seen that meme where it was like if you're going to give us new coca-cola flavors just put the cocaine back in it (laughs) put the
1: coke back in it oh my god Ugh. Can you imagine? I mean, they're just running around doing coke and shit. I think the funniest, I think the funny. we're back to vaginas, because this is going to, like, go back to vagina. There was, <laughs> they get, women used to go to the doctor, because they would call it, they had hysteria. Yeah. Okay, they would call, they'd say they were hysterical. So they would go to the doctor, and the doctor would use this vibrating tool, <laughs> aka a vibrating dildo, on their nether region, and that would quote unquote calm them down it would fix the hysteria and these bitches kept having to go back to see this doctor because they were hysterical
0: their husbands are like damn sally that's the third time this week i'm hysterical i'm losing my shit take me to the doctor She's taking, her pant- hysteria. She's taking her panties off of the lobby. We'll just know, speed this right the fuck up. I'm going
1: in. Oh, my God. Oh, uh,
0: we'll speed this right up for you, Doc.
1: I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it was a different time. <laughs> it was so, a different time. A different time. We'll call it that. Okay, so over the 10 years that the family lived in the house... The Warrens made multiple trips to investigate. At one point, Lorraine conducted a seance to attempt to contact the spirits that were possessing the family. And during the seance, Carolyn Perrin became possessed, speaking in tongues and rising off the ground in her chair that was thrown across the room and into the wall. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, the more, um, the movie version. Depicts Ed and Lorraine performing an exorcism, but Lorraine insists they didn't start, or they never um did any exorcisms because the only people who could do that were Catholic priests. Okay, so and Ed and Lorraine were devout Catholics, okay. by the way.
0: So just yeah. just to like put this into perspective, they would uh-huh. they, these demonologists would go into the house. And they, like, uh-huh. basically poke the the um, paranormal bear in your house to rile shit up. And then once mm-hmm. chairs were floating and kids were thrown across the room, then they would <laughs> yeah. go, yeah, you got a ghost. You should get somebody out yeah. of
1: your <laughs> And then <laughs> you they split. Going <laughs> this bitch is in menopause. <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah so yeah i kind of feel like they do i kind of feel like yeah they would go there they would stir up some shit they'd say yeah this is fucked here's your here's your paper that says you're fucked and they'd walk yeah they'd they'd be like okay thanks like we just wanted to check it out yeah oh yeah yeah you definitely got a ghost good luck with that right well after that seance roger carolyn's um husband uh kicked the warrens out and said fuck this like He was worried about his wife's mental stability (laughs) at that point. Um,
0: Because there kept being these dirt piles on her fucking floor.
1: I know. The family, after that, the family continued to live in the house due to financial instability, which is exactly what I was talking about, until they were able to move out in 1980. At which point, the spirits were silenced and the haunting ceased. (laughs) Really? So the ghosts yeah. just didn't
0: like them.
1: <laughs> yeah. The next people yeah. that moved
0: in, they're like, no, you're well, cool.
1: No. But I know you, pro- I mean, you're a huge fan of paranormal shit like I am. Yeah, I know you've read about this stuff before, but I really honestly believe that it was attached to the family.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Specifically to the mother. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that, I mean, if she had any mental instability at all, I'm sure it didn't help. You know, like when that shit started happening. Yeah. So it makes me feel bad for her because it seems like she's the one that dealt with the, the brunt of it. And the fact that they all saw her lift off the ground in this chair and get thrown across the room. There's no way you can physically do that. Yeah. Like, that's not fake. There are a lot of things that you can fake, you know, and like, you know, and there's mass hysteria that happens too. Yeah. I know that that's a phenomenon. But yeah, actually physically seeing something like that, I mean, you have to know that there was seriously some shit going on. So I I feel really bad for her yeah, in particular. And I feel bad for the family that they had to live there. For years after that, like probably dealing with this crazy shit because they weren't able to move out. And it makes me wonder, I haven't been able to find anything on it, but I'm wondering if Ed and Lorraine got paid by them at all. And that would really upset me if they had given them money Mm -hmm. to help them and then they weren't able to move out of the house. Yeah. So I don't know. But Corey and Jennifer Heinzen, I hope I'm saying that correctly, bought the home in 2019 for $439,000. And two years later, they put it up for sale for $1.2
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. And it sold. Get the shit. It sold for $1.5 Oh, my
0: God.
1: Yeah. It was driven. The price was driven up. And it's now used as an overnight paranormal investigation house. So you could actually stay there and you can do investigations in the house oh, to this wow. day. Yeah. Um, so like a creepy bed breakfast. Right, right. And honestly, I mean, if I'm going to go to a bed and breakfast, I really just want like a bunch of fucking cats and somebody <laughs> playing an old ass piano. And I want my muffin in the morning. Give me my fucking muffin. That's all I want. I want it to be cute and probably kind of obnoxious. I do not want to wake up with somebody standing at the foot of my bed pissed off about their dried up vagina. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want it hey listen your husband has to deal with it every day <laughs> i know right i'm like listen i know how bitchy i am at this point in my life i can't imagine being a spirit do you just walk into the room and like shit? yell
0: that at him my vagina's dry god damn it and then just turn around
1: and walk out does anybody have any lube <laughs> i need some lube that is not latex based (laughs) because i have an allergy because i have an allergy to latex bitches oh my god we've talked about so much i know i love it i love it okay so the second haunting and this one's pretty quick, that the um, the movies were based on, the Conjuring movies. But six years after the Perrin family was terrorized by their demon, another family, this one in Enfield, England, uh, began experiencing similar things. Okay. So in August 1977, the Hodge, Hodge, Hodgson Hodgson family, I don't want to say it incorrectly, started seeing and hearing strange things. Uh, Janet, who was 11 at the time, recalled sitting up in her bed to see her dresser slide across the floor that she shared with her brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right about the moment I nope the hell out.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're out, right? I'm gonna go. Uh, later, right, the later the family began hearing knocking coming from all sorts of places in the house. <laughs> like, on the outside of the house, like it was wanting to come in. That was a scene from, oh, my God. Oh, my
0: God. What is it? It was a Netflix show. There's two seasons. They're at different houses. The Haunting of Blythe Manor, I think, was the first one. Oh, was.
1: And the The two um, sisters,
0: one of them owned a funeral home. And they were inside talking. And there was
1: knocking coming from, like, all the doors and windows outside. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't need any. I don't want to be a part of that. (laughs) No. I don't. Mm Nah, no, no. No.
0: <laughs> I don't don't put me down for that. I don't want that.
1: Yeah, I don't want any of that shit. None of it. Even though I can tell you and I think I don't know if I did I send you the video of my ring like with the I think you the boy. Did. Yes. The detached voice on yes. it. That was so fucking crazy. Yeah, it was like the po- like uh the mail lady came up, dropped off her shit, walked off my porch like totally saw her do it, and after that I heard, "Hello?" <laughs> Yeah. No. Nope. Like, straight up. <laughs> Nobody was standing there. There was nothing going on. And it wasn't even, like, it didn't even sound normal. It sounded like it was vibrating.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, it was a vibrato. It was like a vibrato. And Vaughn said, my my partner in life, he's amazing, he said that it might have been her, like, saying hello to our neighbor. Oh. And the ring picked it up, and and that's why it sounded so weird. But, man, there was nothing stranger than that. Like, it was so weird because it went off on my Apple Watch, and then I watched it on my phone, like, live. So it happened live, (laughs) and I was like, Mm-mm. what the fuck no, is that that's okay uh-uh <laughs> you're not co- i'm not home bitch
0: <laughs> not <laughs> I'm today not same-
1: <laughs> i'm not answered oh my god so anyway okay so back to the hodgkin Hodg- hodgson family i'm so sorry i'm murdering your name um later the family began hearing the knocking And uh, she remembers her mom thinking there were burglars or drifters, drifters, called them drifters, (laughs) um, hiding out in their home. They called the police and the police investigated. Uh, The officer who arrived reported witnessing a chair rise up and move across the floor on its own. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's always good, right? And reporters from the Daily Mirror experienced the exact same thing. So when the the reporters came there, they actually saw the chair lift up and move too. And I know that there have been instances in in houses where you would put something down. In fact, it happened in Poltergeist. Do you remember that shit? She would put it in the middle of the room and she'd be in, in the beginning when it was still like, you know, all the crazy shit hadn't happened and the demons weren't like stealing their kids and shit. Yeah. But they thought it was it was neat and funny. Like she yeah. would put the the chair in the middle of the kitchen and they'd be like, watch this and it would slide across the kitchen. Yeah. Like it would just go ha, on itself. It's a parlor yeah. trick. And they thought it was so funny. Yeah. No. So that shit was happening. We all know you end up in a puddle with a bunch of skeletons. <laughs>
0: Did you know those were real skeletons?
1: That's what I heard. Yeah, those
0: were real corpses. Uh, and they didn't tell the actress about it at the time either. No.
1: And that's why she looked so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That's she's sad. like, that uh, yeah, is she too moist and
0: juicy to be fake. That's too moist.
1: Oh, that's gross. Like, you are too moist. That's that is too a moist. moist skeleton. Why is it juicy? You are so moist. <laughs> oh my god juicy <laughs> you are using adjectives that are really fucking weird right now <laughs> oh my god stop using those okay. for dead
0: people <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay the other things that were happening in this fucking house legos and marbles would fly around the room and as soon as you would pick them up they would burn your hand oh,
0: as if legos aren't yeah, bad enough hot. on their own To step on a hot fucking Lego?
1: Yeah. So now it's hot. So it's just insult to injury, (laughs) right? I mean, that's some bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. So clothing that was folded on tabletop tabletops would fly off on their own. They'd fly across the room. Just
0: these ghosts Uh, are just so mean. They just don't
1: let you have a clean house. (laughs) No, they're just pissed off about something, which doesn't really give me a lot of hope for the hereafter. (laughs) No. If you're that fucking mad about it, it's like, what the hell is going on? Um, I'm fucking up your laundry for all eternity. What? (laughs) Can you imagine, like, you die, and you're haunting a place, and that's what you're going to do? Like, you're pissed about the laundry? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Maybe they didn't like their fashion choices, and they were, like, trying to flick it towards the fireplace and just burn that shit.
1: (laughs) I'm going to burn this shit. You are not wearing plaid.
0: Another day,
1: bitch. (laughs)
0: This looks not highly flammable.
1: It. I think if I could just get right? it
0: close enough, this bitch will go up like a oh match. Oh my god.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so this clothing, they're fucking up the clothing. This is the one that really bothered me. The sound of dogs barking could be heard in empty rooms. Oh, there's ghost puppies. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking <laughs> hellhounds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Yeah.
0: That's probably it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Lights would flicker. Which my dumb ass would day. be
0: running towards the puppies. Where'd the
1: puppies at? Right? I'm gonna bet the puppy. I'm going in. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, me too. That that would be totally that would be my downfall. Yeah. Uh lights were flickering. Oh, and here's here's a really awesome one. Coins would drop out of thin air.
0: Okay, that's kinda cool though. <laughs>
1: hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would spin. And they would tip over without being touched. Oh. Yeah, the whole coin thing is really They're weird. Doing... Like, I've been thinking about that for a while, and I'm like, what the fuck was up with the coins? Where, like, I really want to the... know, were you a banker? Where were the like, coins
0: coming from?
1: Were you a pirate? <laughs> where were you getting yeah. them? Right, right. And then one day, the iron fireplace in the upstairs bedroom was ripped right out of the fucking wall. Oh, shit.
0: Oh, <laughs> That escalated quickly. So you got quickly. some
1: Herculean <laughs> shit. Yeah, it went from like a zero to hundred. I'm like coins are dropping. You know, they're flipping laundry. There's a chair. You know, scooting around. Whip the fireplace <laughs> on <off> the wall. Like <laughs> that's the next. Yeah. So that escalated
0: very quickly.
1: I know. I'm like, holy shit. So after that, paranormal investigators from around the world. Started showing up, claiming to be able to contact spirits and wanting to know more about the Enfield haunting. Most of them decided the the children had been faking their experiences, as one of them had admitted to doing so on occasion. But the Warrens thought differently.
0: Uh-huh.
1: They showed up and immediately believed that a demonic presence was uh, a demonic presence was there. Of course, the fireplace yeah. got ripped out of the fucking wall. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, however, their claims were overlooked, uh, with skeptics claiming that Ed was exaggerating and even making up some of the incidents in the house. And this is where the story differs from the movie. Okay. Okay. As there were no exorcism-like practice from the Warrens, because in the movie, they do an exorcism. Okay. And that never happened. And it kind of is confusing, because she, Lorraine kept saying she didn't allow them to take any liberties and yet they kept acting like ed and lorraine were doing these exorcisms so kind of it that's curious to me like did they tell her they weren't gonna do that and then put it in or maybe they were like it's just kind of
0: strange the movie needs to have an ending and you guys didn't actually do anything to help them so we need to we need to put it in there it's
1: like we have to do something yeah so in 1979 two years after they began the haunting abruptly stopped Though the family maintains they did nothing to stop it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very odd. So. That's interesting. I know. I know. And that's the story of The Conjuring. Awesome. Well, we've, we've. I know. We've gone on for an
0: hour here and I know we have a lot more to this. So how about if we make this the end of part one.
1: Ooh, okay. yeah, we'll do a double. We'll do a
0: double feature, and we'll go on to part two. Which, yes. which for us will be right now. For everybody else, they have to listen to the next episode. <laughs> right,
1: right, okay, right. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, we will do. Um, that was part one. Okay, and we'll do a part two, and we'll really dig into Ed and Lorraine Warren. So we can find out some more juicy stuff about them. Yeah.
0: So you all need to tune in for our next episode.
1: Yes. And until then.
0: I can't remember how we end this.
1: Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. That's it. That's it. Yes. Keep it spooky. (laughs) Keep
0: it spooky.